Arkansas's number one trusted source for weather. This is a new podcast episode alert. everyone welcome back to another arkansas weather watchers podcast episode and we've got a special episode for you guys today kind of going over what brought the entire team together and kind of telling you guys about the future and um, everything that's going to be coming up here. So uh, once again, our owner, Derek, he's going to be out and about this weekend. He's going to be camping with his family and everything like that. So he should be joining us within the next couple of episodes here. But um, like I said before, we've got everything to talk about today. We've got um, a lot of new features coming up for the page. We're going to be talking about um, what's going to be occurring as we get later into 2023 and to 2024. Um, and also, we're going to be talking to you guys about um, how storm anxiety kind of plays a role with Arkansas weather and everything like that here. So um, first and foremost, I'm going to kind of start this off with our um, with our producer and our developer, Rich. And this is something that we've been kind of talking about. You guys kind of heard this with the last couple of episodes, how we have a mobile app for Arkansas Weather Watchers. And it took a couple of years to get to this point because it was, you know, a trial and error. We had, you know, we had something going and then something happened and everything like that. So it took us a couple of years to kind of get to this point of saying, hey, we have a mobile app. You can use it to kind of stay ahead of the storm and everything like that. So, um, Rich, I was just going to kind of talk to you about that. How excited were you um, when I brought the, the thing about having a mobile app for Arkansas Weather Watchers? I was absolutely excited. No, I'm kidding. I was excited. I was very excited. <laughs> How you doing, Cameron? I'm I'm doing well, man. I'm doing absolutely good. Um, glad that the weather is actually starting to quiet down a little bit because we've had a lot of severe weather mm. over the last couple of weeks, and even though it hasn't been 100 degrees, it's been it's been very very active. So we're now starting to kind of quiet everything down, but unfortunately, when you quiet things down in early June, well, actually, mid mid to late June now, early July, um, you start to heat up. You start to get up to the upper 90s, 100s, and you start talking um, major heat problems here. So, um, how are you? That's the biggest question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm doing good. I'm do- doing good. Thanks for asking. Yeah, I, uh, man, you're absolutely right. When, when we're in an active pattern, it is all hands on deck it is you know check it checking facebook it's discord it's dealing with technical difficulties with the tech you know and it is just all over the place but you know it's been great having this this break and we're making progress we're making big progress on app version 2.0 definitely and that was Getting ready to talk to you about that because, you know, we already have a mobile app out on the Google Play Store um, and also the Apple Play Store. And um, kind of talk, talk to our viewers about what, could they, what can they expect with this new version that's coming out that's different uh, from the current version one that we have already that kind of gives people alerts and lets them look at radar to kind of give them the, the basic stuff. So um, let's talk about version two. What is the kind of... What makes version two more unique than the current version one that we have right now? 
Oh my goodness. Everything. Everything. Just imagine that that app version one never existed and you get this amazing new uh, front page. You get more stylized features. You get a menu to, to be able to view uh, the Facebook feed, the YouTube feed. We've got all sorts of new features like a button that, that's called report it. You can you can literally click the button. And if you're logged in, uh, you you can you can report uh, your you know what's going on around you. You got a whole bunch of hail laying on the ground. Well, just press report it. Take a picture of it. Send it right to us. Our moderators will uh, then sort through all the pictures that you guys have. We will try to show it on live feeds. We'll try to share it on Facebook. You know, and we're gonna, we're gonna have a chaser button. We're going to have, like, all these new features, new buttons. Uh, Radar is being made completely from scratch. We're talking going back to zero line code here. (laughs) (laughs) Man. I think a lot of people are going to be excited about that, especially because we have a lot of people on the page um, that likes to tune in whenever, you know, we're out in the field storm chasing or, you know, doing live broadcasts, stuff like that, especially... Uh, when severe weather strikes here. And also, I really do like that feature about reporter because, like you said, if something comes up, like if you you see hell on the ground or if, you're, if someone is able to get damaged safely, um, they could send that in and we can get that up on air and stuff like that, which in w- return um, will actually be able to give people more of like, hey, this is what this storm is capable of doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can easily, you know, either save lives or it can give people a heads up and they can, you know, get to shelter and stuff like that, especially if you're like outside during any like outdoor activities and stuff like that. Because I know we had a lot of problems with that uh, with the last event where we had, you know, a lot of storms coming in and, you know, everyone, they knew about it, but they didn't know like what time it was coming in. And we were able to get that information out and we saved a lot of people where where normally they probably wouldn't have expected that it was coming um, right. at that point. And also, one more thing I want to ask you, you know, the, the Facebook and the YouTube feed um, on there, because we get a lot of people that will, like, ask us and stuff like that. Are we still posting and everything? Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of talk about that feature uh, with version 2 coming up. Well, so <laughs> here's where we're uh, probably going to upset Facebook because we're going to have <laughs> we're going to have a feature that uh, if you want to know when we posted our latest Facebook uh, post and Facebook decides it doesn't want to let you know that we did it, well, you you can have the app let you know that we have a new Facebook post, that we have a new YouTube post, that that we have live alerts. And uh, that's another thing I didn't mention is that we're going to tie in several systems to where you can actually watch a stream of live reports, uh, warnings and watches going out. You're going to be able to see radar images. You're going to be able to see all these things in real time uh, if you're not a part of our Discord community. So you'd be able to see it right there on the phone. And you'd be able to follow wow. along. Yeah, you can follow along with all of us and and be informed, stay ahead of the storm. Um, I mean, I, I <laughs> we've got so many other planned features for this, and we're just going to continually improve from there because, you know, not to mention, like, the current app, the current app doesn't have 
hourly forecast. It, it doesn't have a very decent seven-day forecast. It's just a generalized overview. Well, we're completely overhauling that, and we're completely overhauling the design of it, how it's shown. We're going, we're going all the way with version 2.0. I cannot wait, and I think our viewers are probably going to say the same thing. They can't wait for uh, version 2.0 to come up, man. That's that. That sounds like it's going to be one kill over an app. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. and like I said, like I mentioned before, and especially for those that are listening, you know, if you if you've ever tuned into like Facebook on our page, and um, I know they could be real selective with, with notifications they send out and everything like yeah. that, um, and that plays a big role. We never, it's not only just like normal quiet periods, but with severe weather, because if there's a tornado warning or something like that, and you don't get notification that you're live, or that we're live, or something like that, then that could potentially be life threatening. So yeah. um, at that point, you know, that app that we come, we're coming out with, with version 2.0, sounds like not only it's going to be great for design purposes, but it sounds like it's going to be a real lifesaver. For someone that could actually tune in and get live up-to-date information without having to go through um, a lot of programs, man. So awesome job, man. I, I said before, I can't wait for uh, version two to come out, guys. And you guys are really going to enjoy it. And if you don't have it already, um, go make sure you download it on the Google Play Store and the Apple Play Store as well. Um, that way you guys can stay ahead of the storm. And we can't wait to have that up. Um, speaking of storms. And speaking of, uh, you know, kind of staying ahead of the storm and everything like that, you know, there's a lot of people that actually, you know, that struggle with storm anxiety and everything like that. And uh, kind of want to bring in uh, one of our awesome uh, moderators, um, um, Heidi. Uh, she does an amazing job kind of answering questions and dealing with people um, in terms of, you know, during big events where, you know, your anxiety is naturally through the roof. Um, and Heidi, I kind of want to ask you a question. Like, how what intrigued you about Arkansas Water Watchers? What kind of intrigued you about our page? Hey, Cameron, thanks for having me on. Um, so I have loved weather ever since I was a kid, and I believe I got I found you guys on Facebook uh, probably about five six years ago. Just happened to be live and thought wow these people are really doing an awesome job covering the storms here in arkansas and so ever since then i have just found you guys and sticked with you guys when it came to any storms gotcha gotcha and also thank you for um joining in in the podcast and i really appreciate you being here so um let's talk about you know during those big moments you know when we have one of those big events, and I'm talking like the Enhanced Risk Plus, you know, the significant damage events, significant tornadoes. Um, how is the best way to kind of counter that storm anxiety? What is the best advice that you give people um, during that situation? Yeah, I would say, first of all, you know, storm anxiety, it's something that seems to be very stigmatized. And unfortunately, <laughs> I don't believe that it should be because it's very rational and so i believe that that's something that you should first kind of understand that it's okay to be nervous about storms because you know storms can be scary i also think that it comes a lot to thinking if you are anxious about something our thoughts tend to very much just 
keep going and going and going and get adding out of hand. And so if we can really just take control of our thoughts and really assess the situation, see if we're planned, if we're prepared, do some deep breathing, then we kind of can clear our head, calm our minds, and really actually prepare for the storms that are headed our way. Definitely. And I, I love that advice. And I think a lot of people, um, especially whenever you're dealing with severe weather, you're dealing with those big events, um, should take that. Because, you know, if in, in a situation like that, you know, your body goes into that that fight or flight mode, um, especially if there's like a tornado warning or, or something major is getting ready to go down. So um, in most cases, it's always, you know, first things first is having a plan ready to go. You know, that's what we do here is we kind of give people heads up a couple of days or even sometimes a week out saying, hey, we've got severe weather potentially on this date or in this time frame. Um, have a plan ready to go. Know what to do when severe weather strikes and everything like that. But also severe weather can be very, very unpredictable. And sometimes it can actually occur when you have, you know, maybe one to two days heads up notice, especially in the summertime, um, because we don't have a lot of these organized, you know, systems that come out of the West or anything like that. So sometimes we'll figure out severe weather and it's occurring, you know, two days out or, you know, one day out, something like that. So sometimes people don't have that week notice. And even in that situation, you should always kind of have that mindset, say, hey, you know, severe weather is occurring here. Sit down, kind of figure out a game plan, take a deep breath and everything like that. So like so far, I do I do really like that advice. I, I really do. And I think a lot of people um, would be able to kind of learn from that advice and kind of um, use that to their advantage, especially with severe weather, because whenever you're calm and whenever you are, you're kind of level-headed, it, it really helps to save lives. So instead of being panicky and, you know, kind of running all over the place, because at that point, you're going to miss a couple of details. And sometimes during severe weather, if you miss a detail here or a detail there, you know, it, it may not end so well. So in that point, take a calm mind, kind of be level-headed, and that would that would really help with severe weather at that point here. So um, also, speaking of which, you know, we've been doing this since 2014. We've been doing this uh, for going on now nine years. It'll be nine years this year. It'll be 10 years next year. Um and we still have a lot of people um, from the original days, you know, back when we did this in November and in December uh, of 2014 and kind of saw how Arkansas Weather Watchers was when it was in its infant stages instead of, you know, where it is now, the 200,000 plus um, juggernaut that it is. And I kind of want to bring on our, um, our other moderator. She's been with us for a very, very, very long time, everyone. I mean, she's been with us for almost the beginning of Arkansas Water Watchers, and um, her name is Kim. And Kim, I have a question for you. Um, can I talk about how Arkansas Water Watchers was at first? Like, what is the the biggest thing back then, you know, where, you know, Facebook and YouTube was still in its infant stages, you didn't have TikTok or anything like that. What intrigued you to come to this page at the very beginning and back in 2014, 2015. Well, thanks, Cameron. Um, mm -hmm. Hi. Um, hi. <laughs> you as well. um, yeah. Um, well, my weather, I mean, I'm originally from California mm -hmm. and I moved oh, here that in weather 2000. Must be, 
That weather mm-hmm. must be nice out there. <laughs> it's definitely not like it is here. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, the weather out in California, I'm originally from the Bay Area, mm-hmm. the San Francisco Bay Area. And the weather oh, wow. always there was just kind of always the same. So mm-hmm. you never really had to worry about the weather. It was yeah. more like, oh, is it going to be sunny or foggy? Yeah. Did so you guys even I get any rain out there? I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you guys even get any rain out there or anything? Um, <laughs> well, yeah, but not thunderstorms. Not oh, like wow. here. Wow. I mean, God. I'm going to have to move to California sometime. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we lived right on, we were about three blocks from the actual beach. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I do have to say in the 40 plus years that I lived there, it actually snowed. Oh, wow. Where I lived twice. Wow. How was that? How was that? That's about the most excitement because mostly picture Seattle. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like that. It was always kind of foggy and overcast and dreary. And yeah, the Uh, sun would come out. But it, you know, if it got up to 80 or 90 degrees, you were dying, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys ever so, have just, yeah, I was going to ask uh, about California. I know it was kind of a little off topic, but did you guys have like, you know, like heat waves out there or like, you know, the the difference, it sounds like a difference between Arkansas weather and the weather out there is just drastically different. So that, that that's awesome. <laughs> well, I mean, I learned really quickly that there, I mean, you always hear people talking about, Oh, well, it's a dry heat. Mm-hmm. And then I always thought people were crazy until <laughs> I moved here. I now understand <laughs> there is a difference. <laughs> oh, no doubt. No doubt. So we didn't, you know, we didn't get the humidity. I mean, we got a little bit, but it was nothing like here. Oh, yeah. Um, and being that where I lived on the coast, um, if you drove inland, you had to go up over what we called it going over the hill, but it was actually about 1900 feet and you'd go over the hill and that's where you would get like your eighties, nineties, and sometimes a hundred degree weather. Wow. Where we lived right on the water, you still had like that ocean breeze. So, I mean, it might get up to, you know, in the low to mid nineties, but only for a couple of days. Because all the heat from the inland over the hill would pull the fog in off the water. Wow. We'd be in the fog in 60, 70 degree weather, and they'd be in 100 degree weather. That is absolutely crazy. That is is nuts. (laughs) My heart goes out to any forecasters that's out there in California because there's no way. kind of really understood what meteorologists would say because in California we had nothing like Arkansas weather watchers. Yeah. So you just turned on the news and you'd watch the you know the nightly weather. Mm-hmm. And it was when they would talk about microclimates I now understand. Because you could drive literally 15 minutes, 20 minutes, and you'd be in a totally different weather 
area. Yeah. That's so, nuts. you know, I mean, it's kind of the same here with storms in a sense. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, you could be getting a lot of rain in the Little Rock area. And I live further north than that. And I'm watching you get all this weather. And the wind isn't even blowing here. Yeah. You and know, not, and not much is going on. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's nuts. That, <laughs> that, that is absolutely, like I said, any, my heart goes out to anyone that's trying to forecast out there in California. That sounds like <laughs> a nightmare. <laughs> but yeah, so I came out here, you know, life happens mm-hmm. and it was time for a move. And so my son already had moved out here mm-hmm. and we came out to visit in, April of 2011. That's right. Yeah. And we were getting ready. Yeah. We were getting ready to fly (laughs) home. And we're sitting in the parking lot at the airport in Little Rock, getting ready Mm -hmm. to go in and get on our flight and fly home. And all of a sudden, for the first time in my life, I heard a tornado siren. I had no idea what it was. Yeah, hey, for those that don't know, April 2011 was a very, 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 very active year here in Arkansas and Mid-South uh, for severe weather and tornadoes here. So you got kind of the wake-up experience. Well, yeah, and it's, it, it's kind of crazy to think that I still, even after that experience, I actually moved here. <laughs> you want to you know something people. funny? You want to know something yeah. funny is I that was my first year of experience in Arkansas as well. Gotcha! Wow, you guys had you guys had an experience back <laughs> so then. That night, sitting at the airport, I had to have my son explain to me what is this crazy sound I'm hearing and what is this all about. And being that he had already lived here, he's like, oh, don't worry, mom. It's no big deal. It's just a tornado siren. Uh, what? <laughs> so I called from the air, from the parking lot. I called the airlines and I said, um, is my flight still going? And they said, uh, no, because <laughs> no. there are tornadoes in the area. I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> so... Needless to say, we ended up leaving, and as we were driving back to Greenbrier, mm-hmm. we made it as far as um, the bowling alley in Conway because we had the Valonia 2011 tornado coming up I-40 right behind us. Goodness. So that was definitely an eye-opener. It took us three days to be able to actually fly back to California. Yeah. And yeah, I still decided to move here. My daughter and I decided, yeah, hey, let's move. Uh, That's nuts. And I remember 2011, actually. And um, granted, this is three years before Arkansas Watchers was even a thing. Um, Yeah. I remember, yeah, I remember being uh, in school and, and, you know, in April, like, I mean, almost every day we were either doing a tornado siren, uh, either the tornado shelter thing, or we were, uh, um, like, it was like an everyday thing. Like, we'd hear the sirens go off. I lived in El Dorado at that time, and we just dealt with it. It was like, almost, like I said, almost every day in April and May, it was, it was rough. It was See, rough. And in no, California. Yeah. 
we did the same when I was in school mm. a long time ago. But ours <laughs> was with earthquakes. That is <laughs> wow. Okay, and here, here's saying here in Arkansas, you, we we will. There's been some cases, you know, especially if they're in the Jonesville area and the New Fault, uh, the New Madrid Fault. There's been some cases of a few earthquakes, but you know, not like it is out there in California. So that's kind of it's kind of you know it's kind of weird how that kind of flip flops. Like you well, guys still earthquakes yeah, because, out there. Yeah, because um, I actually was in California when the Loma Prieta earthquake hit. Oh, wow. And that's the earthquake that actually stopped the World Series baseball game. Yeah. Yeah. I remember hearing about that. Wow. Mm -hmm. I lived in between the epicenter in the Santa Cruz area and where the base, the World Series was actually being played. I lived in the middle of it. I am glad you are still with us today. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, I mean, yes, I gave up the earthquakes, but I replaced them with tornadoes. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Tornadoes, as scary and as damaging and as often as they are, thanks to you, Cameron, I can stay ahead of the storm. I can prepare and I know it's coming. Whereas an earthquake, you have no clue. It just happens. Yeah, I mean, there's. I don't even think. You, yeah, there's. There's. There's no early no. heads up or anything. You know, no. it just happens. Yeah, that's, but that's, yeah. That's, so I mean, after the the you know moving here, we moved here in uh, June of eleven. So not long after the Valonia earthquake or earthquake tornado. No. They say they had enough. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Um, we got settled and everything, and then comes 2014. I lived in Greenbrier. Well, my son and my daughter and I lived in Greenbrier, and Valonia happened again. Yeah. And I was like, there's got to be, because we had, what was it, like, uh, dish television, not Mm -hmm. cable. So whenever the wind would blow, the TV would go out. So I'd know nothing. Yeah, and that's one of the biggest things. You know, we we mentioned this in an earlier podcast, you know, when me and Derek were talking about that. And that was one of the biggest drivers uh, for Arkansas Water Watchers is, you know, situations like that where you don't have the TV, you don't have um, the local news stations, you have something, you know, on your phone that you can get without having to worry about going through all that because – at that given point, that could help save lives, and it could help get you to shelter and everything like that. So, well, I can tell you, it helped save ours. I'm glad Literally. that makes me feel honored. That it was um, after that 2014. I was searching everywhere to find some way, somehow, to be able to get weather information because I had to know this. This is no joke. Yeah. <clears throat> so. No I found you guys on Facebook, and I think when I found you guys and started following, you had maybe two hundred people, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a, and 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 that at that point, it wasn't meant to be what we are today. I mean, the the 
the statewide franchise that we are today. It, it wasn't meant to be that way. It was meant right. to be like, you know, a community but, thing. And <laughs> But even so, as much as you guys have grown, mm-hmm. I have to tell you that after finding you guys, you were my only go-to. I didn't even watch the weather on the news anymore. Um, I watched you guys because not only did you, you know, you and Derek both sit there and say, Hey, you know, this is going on in this area, but you explained it. You weren't just like, Oh, Hey, here comes a tornado. Take cover. You explained it. You showed it and you helped walk people through it. And And that was an amazing, amazing help. Like I said, I, I really do appreciate um, the kind words because that's what we that's what we drive for here. That's what we do. We we try to save as many lives as possible. And and, I, and one thing about that uh, particular quote is, you know, we don't just say, you know, there's storm, there's tornado, take cover. You know, right? If, if you don't if you don't know where to take cover, that's not going to help you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, because at the time we lived in a mobile home. Mm-hmm. We had no storm shelter. There was nowhere to go. Mm -hmm. So at one point, I don't remember what year it was, but there was a tornado that came up through like the Plummerville area, came up into Wooster. And there was a a tornado warning and it actually turned into a PDS tornado at one point. Mm And we're panicked. We have nowhere to go. And we're watching you. And we were literally, we knew where the storm was, where the tornado was coming from. We actually jumped in a car, which is not the most safest thing you can do. The thing but is, we if jumped you're in, in a mobile, car. Yeah, if you're in a mobile home at that point. Yeah. We drove <laughs> opposite. We drove the opposite direction of where the tornado was coming. Yeah. And, and yeah. as we left, come to find out the tornado had pulled itself back up. It jumped right over our heads of where we lived. Mm-hmm. It landed on the other side of Highway 65 and proceeded wow. to do some damage to a little like strip mall kind of a thing in Spring Hill and then went out towards Holland and did damage to a house and a church. And because of you, we were opposite direction of that. (laughs) I want to say during that point, I I have to go back and look. I think that was around the, I think that was around the 2016 Mm -hmm. timeframe. It was around that timeframe. I remember covering that storm and. um, Yeah, they even dropped the. They dropped the. the National Weather Service dropped the tornado warning. And I was a frustrated man when I did that. And to you. you were saying, no, no, no. If you're in this area, please take cover. Yes. Go to your safe places. And we did. We listened to you. And that's, you took us ahead of the storm. That's, that's, well, in that case, away from the storm. <laughs> yeah. At, well, the thing is, at that point, um, if you're in a mobile home and you you have to, like, you know, you have to seek shelter or anything like that. Um, you kind of, you kind of want to do that. You, you, if you can, if you're, you know, 
25, 30 minutes away, and you know there's absolutely no safe place where you're at, um, then you could do that. You, if you could get away from it, then do that if there's no other place you can go um, at that point, because a mobile home is not going to be the safest place. Right? It, it's not. No. We so, literally loaded up two vehicles, and as you know, we, at the time, had six dogs. Yeah. We loaded up all the dogs and people in the two vehicles, and we went away from the storm. I'm glad you guys, I'm honestly glad you guys did. And like I said, I know that's not the most recommended thing. Um, someone's going to hear this, they're going to be like, okay, well, why did you get in your car? A car is the worst place to be. No, in that situation, if you're in a mobile home, there's nowhere else to go. A car and evacuating is uh, the best thing. I know they did that for the um, the Joplin tornado. Um, I believe it was back, let me think if my memory is correct, I think it was like 2011. 2011 was like a year. <laughs> it was a yeah, year. It was, it was rough. And like uh, I said, yeah. you know, a lot of tornadoes. Here. <laughs> yeah. So it was during that point, and they had a lot of people, because it happened it's, in sudden impact. Um, they had a lot of people that were either traveling, stuff like that, and they were actually urging people because it was moving slow enough to evacuate to go east, to go, you know, right. south or southeast, you know, because if you can't get underground or you're in a mobile home, it's either you evacuate or it's going to be potentially your life. So yeah. that's, that's, uh, you made a, we made the right call. I mean, I know it doesn't sound safe, but at the end of the day, at that you're point, still here. Yeah. We decided that was safer than trying yeah, exactly. to hang out in an old trailer, you know? Definitely. So I do have one more question. Um, so is so from back then, from you know 2014, and 2015, and where we are right now, you know where we are in terms of you know updates and all the changes and stuff that we've made. Um, what is the biggest thing that you liked about you know where we are and kind of the things that we've kept since back then? Well, I just think, I mean, in all honesty, I think the core values that you have are still intact and wanting to keep people safe and wanting to keep them ahead of the storm. And I think now being that technology has, you know, evolved so much in just so many years, you're able to now expand on that. You're able to reach more people in different ways. And it just, it's, it's, well, for me being, you know, like one of 200 to now of like one of over 200,000. I mean, I have seen the changes and it's mind blowing. It's, it's awesome. It's amazing. And I am just, really great that you know i'm grateful that that you have you know allowed me to uh actually be a part of it in in more ways than just watching you on facebook you know and i just want to kind of say thanks to you guys you know we wouldn't be here doing this giving these people and hope that and that's no more thing like you mentioned no matter how many changes that we go through no matter how many you know, app updates that we have or graphic changes and stuff like that, our core values are always going to remain the same because at the end of the day, we are here, we are all here to kind of keep everybody alive and well and kind of ahead of the storm and everything. And um, 
I kind of want to throw this out before uh, we begin to wrap this up. Um, I know during the March 31st tornado outbreak, you know, when we had the high risk, um, like we mentioned before, I know we did lose, I think it was, I think we lost like two lives out of that entire thing, or maybe um, it was it was either two or three, if my memory is correct. But from where we were back then, you know, 2014, during that point, you didn't have Facebook Live. You didn't have, no. you didn't have all this, you know, technology and stuff like that. And I would have hated to think, and I, I sat through this over the last couple of nights kind of thinking about this, like, hey, you know, if this was 2014 with, you know, with the limited stuff we had back then, March 31st would have been, you know, it, it would have been one of our darkest days here in Arkansas. So um, it does make me feel proud um, that I'm able to go live. I'm able to, you know, communicate the, the importance of tornado warnings and know where to go and, you know, when, when severe weather strikes and everything like that. And it's not just severe weather, you know, it's winter weather and, and tropics and all the other stuff. So I do appreciate and I love each one of y'all for being here and, keeping the dream going so as we begin to wrap up this podcast you know um kind of going back to our moderator Heidi I know we kind of talked to you about the survey and the kind of the team that you're building kind of you know helping to kind of battle the the ongoing battle between storm anxiety and severe weather especially here in Arkansas and um, eventually we're going to try to make our way, you know, regional and everything like that. So um, would you mind explaining kind of your survey and what you've got going for your project? Yeah. So I have created a survey that you can find in the description. And basically it's going to ask you about how you feel about storms, how it makes you feel, how what, what symptoms you would have, if storm anxiety bothers you at all, and some people might say no, but I would love to hear people's responses. And then I'm going to take that and I'm starting a group that goes over those responses, kind of like how I mentioned, where we'll talk about preparedness, or we'll talk about mindfulness and the thoughts that we have when we're thinking about the storms, breathing techniques when it comes to storm anxiety. And I'll just take all those responses and we'll kind of work on a group to combat storm anxiety and hopefully help a lot of people not struggle with that as much. That sounds amazing. And, you know, I know there's someone out there that, you know, that is struggling with said storm anxiety and everything like that. And, and I want to make this clear that you should never be afraid of admitting that you have storm anxiety. This is, you know, this is something that you can't help. You can't just go and, you know, turn it off and on like a light switch. You can't do that. It's very important that if you have storm anxiety, that you can always come to our group. You can always go and fill out that survey and stuff like that and get the help that you need. That way, when severe weather strikes, when, you know, we have these tornado warnings and stuff like that, you're able to stay ahead of the storm and you're actually able um, to kind of figure out, you know, where to go, what to do and everything like that. So I just want to make that clear. Like I said, Heidi, I, I really love that group. I'm, I'm glad I'm helping you um, kind of lead the charge with that group as well, because I think it's going to help kind of charge and kind of get out the um, the awareness of storm anxiety and kind of helping those that are that are sitting back that are like, you know, don't want to say anything because they're afraid of, 
being judged or they're afraid of being laughed at and stuff like that. And that should be something that, you know, no one should ever laugh at Storm anxiety. No one should ever make anyone else feel bad for being worried about, you know, their family, their loved ones, their property and everything like that. That's something that you deal with with severe weather. So, like I said, I love the project. I'm glad to be um, helping with that project. And I, I think it's going to go a long way, um, especially for us here at the page and kind of helping people out uh, with that. And if you need a link to that survey, you can always find the link to that survey in the podcast episode description or wherever you're able to listen to this podcast. like can be on YouTube, or our heart radio or on Spotify, et cetera here. So like I said before, Heidi, I do fully appreciate you for doing this. I think it's going to really help out, especially for those that don't know, you know, is there a place there can go for storm anxiety and everything like that? So um, as always, kind of want to give a shout out to our Patreon supporters, Jessica Tucker, uh, Tamara Ernest, Deborah Jordan, uh, Peb Webb, also um, Lisa Snow, and also the rest of our Patreon supporters. We're going to have a lot of things thrown at you guys over the next couple of weeks and over the next couple of months. So as always, if you would like to become a Patreon supporter, it's only $3.99 a month or $5.99 a month um, as well. And we also have a lot of classrooms that are going to be going on as well. So as always, we do appreciate you guys for being here. We'll keep you guys informed right here on your source for all things Arkansas weather.